Welcome to the Healing Embodied Podcast, where we have real and raw conversations about growth and healing that will shift your perspective in profound ways. We take a unique approach to healing the overthinking mind, creating conscious relationships, and living a life of courage and freedom. So take a deep breath and get ready to expand your mind, connect to your body, and activate your spirit. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Healing Embodied Podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Horton. And today I have a pretty a pretty intense episode to bring to you that was inspired by something that came up in a session with one of my clients. And it was just so profound and I don't know. It just like freaking blew my mind. And I was talking to Sarah about it. You've heard Sarah on a couple episodes of this podcast. And I was like, I have to do a podcast episode about this concept. And that is the hardest part about leaving an abusive system, relationship, family, dynamic, or situation. So let's, where do I start? Where do I start? Because this is going to be, this is going to be a heavy one. Um, If you've listened to a couple episodes of this podcast, um, episode seven, I bring into the conversation what I call the inner judge. And I'm going to be referencing that term a lot in today's episode, the inner judge. So it's the voice in your head that is always judging you, always finding anything and everything that you're doing wrong or the ways in which you are wrong, the ways in which you are a bad person. It is a a shaming voice. It is an incredibly abusive voice. Um, Even though when it's in your head, it feels so subtle. And that's that's kind of what we're going to get into more here today. So we, so many of us have this voice in our head, this inner judge, and it goes so undetected because for so many of us, it's been a part of our inner world for so freaking long that we don't even notice how harsh it is, how abusive it is, how manipulative it is. And we believe that it's just our own voice. We believe that it's the truth about who we are. We believe that, oh, it's it's just trying to help me. You know, the voice of the inner judge could be like, I mean, quite literally, the voice of a, a critical mother or friend that's like, you're looking fat. Oh, I'm just saying that to help. I'm just trying to help, right? This this inner judgmental shaming voice really tries to, to convince you and does convince you that you need it, that it's helpful, and that if you don't listen to it, then all these horrible things are going to happen. And as I've been identifying the voice of the inner judge for a lot of my clients in the work that I do, 
the more that we talk about it and the more that we speak its voice out loud, the more we can hear just how manipulative and controlling and abusive it really is. Like when you say the things in your head, when you speak them out loud, it hits your ears differently and you hear it in a different way. I I swear, try it. There's something different about it happening in your head and you saying the things out loud or having someone say those things back to you. And so as I was working with a client on her own inner judge, I used a lot of parallels and examples of my experience in a very cult-like religious setting, which you can hear all about that in episode one. But when I was in a controlling, manipulative, abusive religious system, they literally tell you things like, if you believe anything else, you're being deceived. If you believe that you could have joy and freedom and peace outside of this system, you're being deceived. You're being, you know, the devil is lying to you. Don't listen to any other voice, any other belief system but ours because you need to be listening to us. And an abusive, manipulative system, are they're going to make you believe that anything outside of that system is dangerous and harmful. And, and that's, that's how they, they manipulate you into continuing to stay and to continue to listen to the abusive system. And so many of our inner judges are like, mm, yeah, that moment of freedom and empowerment and confidence and peace that you felt, that's not real. That's not real. You need to listen to me. You need to listen to me because I'm the only one that's going to keep you from being a bad, horrible person. So you need to keep listen to, listening to all my criticisms and all my judgments because I'm the one that's going to tell you what the right thing is. I'm the one that's going to tell you the truth. And so for years and years and years, you keep listening to this voice because it has convinced you that anything outside of it is a lie, that anything outside of it is dangerous, and that it's actually unsafe to not be listening to this voice. So as we're identifying how the inner judge sounds, we begin to notice that it sounds a lot like the external abusive systems that we've been a part of, whether it's family, where there's dysfunctional, harmful, controlling, manipulative, abusive dynamics. It could be an abusive, manipulative, controlling, critical, judgmental partner you were with. Or a controlling, manipulative, critical, judgmental religious system or school system or anything. So many of us growing up or just in our life, we've experienced some sort of 
system or dynamic or relationship where there is there are these elements of shaming, judging, controlling, and manipulative. And oftentimes they're so, so subtle. And that's how they're so effective. That's how they keep you is that they're so subtle and convincing. And so when we when we identify our own inner judge, our own inner shaming voice, we go, wait a minute, hold on. That sounds like how my mom used to speak to me, or that sounds like what my pastor used to say to me, or that sounds like what my ex used to say to me, or whatever voice, whatever system, dynamic that you were in. And sometimes it's a combination of a bunch of different voices or systems or dynamics. And you realize that you've internalized this abusive dynamic inside your own mind in relationship with yourself. And so what we realized, me and my client, is leaving the external abusive system or dynamic is one thing. It's the first step. And that's freaking hard. And it's scary. And then the other part is leaving the abusive system that you've internalized inside your own mind. And that is often the hardest part because it lives inside you. It goes everywhere that you go and it feels like it's become a part of who you are. You believe that that abusive, judging, shaming voice inside your head is you. And so, you know, that there was just so many parallels that we uncovered between this inner judgmental shaming voice and, you know, my experience in leaving the church system I was in. It's like you leave and that's that's hard enough. Like you, you get out of it and then you have the people who reach out and try to convince you with the best of intentions to convince you to come back. And so there's there's that dynamic there. There's the convincing you to come back. And then there's all the voices from that system that I internalized that stayed with me. This this belief that if I stop believing in this belief system, if I were to believe anything else, that I'm being deceived. I was just terrified to not be living in shame, to not be living in rigid black and white thinking, to not be obsessing about the quote unquote right thing and the wrong thing. And then if I were to deviate from the the rigid rules I was given, then I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life. That's going to be unsafe. I'm being deceived. I'm walking into the ways of the world and the ways of the flesh. And so leaving, leaving the actual church was one thing. And then <laughs> trying to unravel and undo the abusive, manipulative, shaming 
system that I left in my own fucking head took years. It took years to get out of that abusive dynamic in my own mind. You know, when I'd feel this moment of freedom and joy and peace and like confidence and connection with myself, then I'd have this voice in my head being like, you're being deceived. Mm. Oh, you're just following the ways of the world, the ways of the flesh. You just wait and see. Just wait and see. Oh, you're doing it wrong. You're fucking up. Oh, you're disappointing God. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Like all this shame. Oh, you're such a horrible person. You're, you're not going to get it right. So that abuse, that manipulation, that control lived inside of my own head well after I left the external abusive, manipulative, controlling system and environment. Similarly with an abusive relationship, right? You finally leave the relationship and then you get the calls and the texts come back, convincing you to come back, trying to convince you to come back. And then you get the things like, no one else is going to love you like I love you. No one else out there actually cares about you. I'm the only one that's going to tell you the truth. I'm the only one who loves you. Are you kidding me? You're never going to find anyone else. So you, you get these messages externally from the abusive system, from the abusive relationship. And then it becomes your own inner voice. And that's the way you speak about yourself. That's the way you relate to yourself. There's this, this voice in your head always waiting for you to fuck up. Always looking for everything you're doing wrong. This voice that makes you so afraid to just go out and live life and feel free and feel like you can just explore and play with life and and not be so terrified of making mistakes to feel like safe again to be out in the world to be feel safe again to be in your own body mind similarly with family dynamics you grow up your whole life in family dynamics that are maybe controlling or critical, or shaming, or judgmental, or abusive, and then, you know, you turn 18, or whatever, and you leave the house, and you're like, okay, I'm out of that, I'm out of that, they have no control over me anymore, and then you're 35 years old, and you realize that your mother's voice has been in your head this whole time, judging the way you look, criticizing you, and, and punishing you for any little mistake, shaming you and you realize oh my god the abuser the manipulator the controller the shamer has been internalized as my own inner voice and it's convinced me that I need to stay it's convinced me that I need to listen to it and again it's so subtle this isn't our fault it's not a moral failing oh good god it's not a moral failing it's it truly is master manipulation. And then it becomes so painful and so unbearable and that we, we, have to, we have to look at it. We can't help but to look at this voice in our head and be like, what the fuck is going on? This is torture. And that's what it came to for me. Like recognizing that voice in my head, it got to the point where it was so 
utterly unbearable to where it was hard to just enjoy my relationship, let myself explore, let myself be a young adult. It became so unbearably painful, this voice in my head that I was like, something's got to give. Either this voice is going to go or I am because I cannot live in this abusive system of my own mind anymore. It's suffocating. And I know how painful it is for you. I see how painful it is for my clients. This voice that you have just believed for so long is the one that's your intuition or the one that, you know, that's, that's your inner guidance. Because for so long, the only guidance so many of us have ever had is one of control, abuse, and, man- and manipulation. It's based in shame. It's not based in love. It's not based in honoring our worthiness and our humanity. But it's the only guidance we've ever known. And so I also know how terrifying it is to think about not having that guidance. Like if I don't have this voice, making sure I never mess up, oh my God, then then what is it? What is my guidance then? What do I follow then? Oh my gosh, if I'm, if I'm not following this shaming, judging voice, then oh my God, I'm going to be a terrible person, just like it says I will. <laughs> I know this is heavy and I know that this like might be bringing up a lot for you. And I just, the thing is I wanted to say this because once I identified that first of all, the system I was in was abusive and manipulative and traumatic. And then once I identified that that voice in my head was from that system that I had internalized, I couldn't unsee it. I couldn't unhear it. Once I named like this voice in my head is not mine. That system I was in was spiritual abuse, emotional abuse, control, manipulation, shame. Once I identified that, and I heard these things out loud. I, I couldn't, I couldn't unsee it. I couldn't go back. Even though that manipulative voice in my head was convincing me, don't you dare stop listening to me. I couldn't, I, I couldn't unsee that it was an abuser in my head that I had internalized as my own voice. And that even though I left the system that manipulated me, I brought it with me. And I realized I didn't have to listen to that voice anymore. I didn't have to listen to that voice anymore. When we are in the external abusive systems, whether a family, upbringing, an abusive relationship, a religious system or an oppressive system, For so many of us, it is unsafe to leave or it is unsafe to stand up for ourselves, especially as children, especially when we're young and we don't have full agency and sovereignty yet. 
the only thing we can do is learn to adapt to that abusive, manipulative, controlling system. Because to stand up for ourselves, many of us would get punished or manipulated even further or our reaction would be shamed. You know, when you're in a, an abusive religious system, if you question the system, yeah, you're shamed. That's bad. You're being disobedient. Same with children. You know, if you have a controlling parent and you talk back, you might get slapped in the face. You might get further shamed and yelled at. And so you learn, truly, I have to adapt to this in order to be safe because it's somehow safer to listen to it and adapt to it than to try to stand up to it. Or like as a child, you you can't leave it unless you have an advocate who intervenes. And for so many of us, we don't have that. When I was a young teen in that religious system, I didn't have an advocate who came in and said, "This, this is not okay. What you're teaching these young, impressionable teens is not okay. This is actually incredibly manipulative and fucked up. This is shame. You're shaming these young children. So many of us don't have that advocate. It says, wow, this is not okay. Let's go. Let's get out of here. So when we have, we internalize this inner abusive, judging, shaming voice. We really believe I I have to listen to it. Because we didn't have someone advocate for us, when we were in those external abusive systems, we, we've lost touch with our own inner advocate. We have the, this inner abusive voice, but there's no inner advocate. So, when we identify that the voice in our head, that shaming, judging, controlling voice that says, listen to me or else, once we identify, that's an abusive voice. That's a shaming voice. Then we need to begin to develop that inner advocate that says, I don't have to listen to this anymore. This is not okay. I'm not under your control anymore. I am not powerless anymore. And what I'm going to do for my past self who was powerless to that voice is I'm going to reclaim that power. I'm going to give my younger self the gift of advocacy. Advocating for her freedom, for her joy, for her ability to feel safe, for her ability to play and make mistakes. And this, this inner advocate is, sees our worthiness and advocates for us Because it sees and acknowledges our worthiness and loves us and says, I don't like to see someone I love being abused. I see you as worthy. And because I see you as worthy, I can't let you just keep taking these punches. We're, We're literally, you know, beating ourselves up, right? This inner judging voice is like, beating the shit out of us and we're 
we've just learned to just take it and take it and take it and comply and then get anxious. What do I need to do? What do I need to do to, 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 you know, listen to this voice? How do I make this voice, you know, not keep beating me up? Okay. 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 I could, I did something wrong. How do I make sure that I do the right thing? Oh my gosh. Ah, right. And that, that's where the anxiety is created. Because we just, we, we've learned, I have to keep taking this. And when we develop an inner advocate that sees our worthiness and loves us, this inner loving, compassionate voice that says, no more. You don't have to keep taking this. No, no. You do not have to listen to this anymore. And really like embodying that voice, developing that voice. If you were to to speak that, you don't have to take this anymore. How would you stand? How would you hold yourself? How would you move? How would you breathe? And we begin to through this process, leave the inner abusive system and dynamics in our own mind. And that is freedom. Because I know how scary it is to feel like you are trapped in your own mind. You can't escape it. It's in your own mind. It's inside your own head. No matter where you go, you take it with you. And so to be able to leave this abusive system inside your own mind, is the most freeing thing. Leaving the external abusive system is so hard in itself and so scary. And I know that so many of you risk so much, whether it's to leave an abusive religious situation or an abusive hurtful relationship or family or whatever. Maybe it's an abusive work situation, job I know you risk so much and it's so courageous when you leave that system and I hope you're so proud of yourself for that. It's so scary. It's so hard and I also want you to recognize is that abusive system still in your head? Have you taken it with you? And it's just gone undetected because it's so ingrained, it's so, it's so cellular, it's so part of who you are. It's like your brain was formed to, to see yourself that way, in this shaming way. Has the abusive system... Maybe it's the critical, judgmental voice of a parent, a pastor, a bully, a ex-partner. Has that abusive system been internalized and you thought it was you? You thought it was your own voice? You thought it was the truth of who you are? And truly nothing pains me more than to hear one of my clients believe that this Inner, inner judging voice is their intuition or is the voice of God or is their higher self or is, you know, the truth about who they are. 
And they say, it's just true. It's just true. I'm never going to figure this out. I'm the exception. Or I'm, I'm, everyone's always going to just leave me or I'm not worthy of love or I'm, I'm going to fuck up or I'm just a bad person. And when I hear someone believe that is true, it breaks my heart. And I want you to have to feel heartbroken over that because for so long we've just been taking the punches instead of saying ow that fucking hurts that really hurts it's not you that's not the truth of who you are It's not the truth of who you are. That's an internalized voice. It's an abusive, manipulative, controlling, shaming voice. And please don't for a second longer, don't for a second longer believe that that is you or the truth about who you are. And I hope you'll develop an inner advocate. Or maybe maybe that feels really scary and you need help with that. Maybe it's a friend when you, when you say these things out loud to them. The things that your mind, this inner judge says to you. To hear them be like, that, no, that is not okay. That voice is not okay. That voice is not who you are. Maybe you need a therapist or a coach to help you develop that inner advocate that says, no more. You don't have to take the punches any longer. This is not okay. And to be able to take your younger self and give your younger self the advocacy and the protection and the boundaries that that they never got to have. Uh, What a gift you give to yourself when you set the boundary, when you take back your power in your own mind. What a gift you give yourself. What a freeing thing. And it's been years since I've had that voice and confused it with me and to now have like the baseline of my inner self-talk to be one that is more kind and compassionate and humanizing right the inner judge the inner shaming voice is very dehumanizing so to now have a voice in my head in a way that I talk to myself that sees my worthiness and is loving life just feels even the challenges of life just feel so much there's so much less suffering you know because when you have that inner abusive voice in your head and and you have a, a challenge in life 
or you you quote unquote make a mistake instead of having this voice is like you stupid see I told you here's all the things you did wrong <laughs> you have a voice that says oh yeah that hurt that was painful mm, yeah it's okay for you to feel this it's okay for you to feel this let's let's be in this together you're loved anyway you're worthy anyway it's a very different experience to have oh my gosh I really feel like the way my brain operates is just so vastly different than it was years ago when I had that abusive, shaming, judging voice in my head. And not to say it it never tries to creep up and, and uh, you know, stop by and, and drop a little comment. Sure, it, it does. But it, it, it doesn't have the same power over me because once I identify, oh, that's that's an abusive shaming voice and I know what that voice feels like in my body I know how that voice makes me feel and I'm able to identify that and recognize that that's happening then I'm not you know seduced by it I'm not seduced by it anymore and you know that voice can get really convincing when it's trying to get you back (laughs) once it's control over you again. It can be very convincing. And leaving that voice in my head was one of the hardest things I had ever done. Because again, it will throw everything at you. It will say, oh, you're being deceived. You're lying to yourself. That's not true. It's not going to work. You're never going to get better. Don't even try. Or, you know, whatever it says. Like, you're, you're going to be led astray. <laughs> like, if you're not listening to me. Like, it will kick and scream. It will call you and call you and call you and text you and text you, you know, like it will, it will try its damnedest to get you back and to, to keep you under its control and to keep you believing that you need it. But to begin to develop an internal world that is based in love and worthiness and honoring your humanity, ugh, it's just the most worthwhile, freeing thing. I just, I just, I want that for you. I want that for you. I want that for everyone. Because I, oof, trust me, I know. Like when my client was telling me the things her inner judge would say to try to get her back. I'm like, literally same. Like literally same. Same. <laughs> and these are the exact same things that a cult leader says to you. I said, you have an inner cult leader in your head. You have an inner abusive boyfriend in your head. And, you know, like kind of saying that we chuckled and we laughed a bit because it was like, oh, my gosh, the, the recognition and the realization of just like how fucked up that voice is. And once you see that, you're like, whoa, 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 light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. That's not me. And to finally viscerally feel and recognize that's not me. Oh, my God. For so long, I really, really thought it was me. I really, really thought I, I had to keep taking the punches, that I, I had to listen to everything it said. <sighs> Whew. 
Y'all, this one got me emotional. I'm sure you could feel it and hear it in my voice, but it's just, it's just just so important. It's so important for you to recognize if you've been living with an inner abuser in your head that you've internalized and taken with you. And you don't have to fucking listen to that anymore. You don't have to take those punches anymore. You don't have to keep answering the phone when it calls. And I know that's hard. I know that's hard. It's a process. It really is a process. So take a deep breath with me. I'm feeling lots of like energy in my core, like a tingling. I felt this yesterday in my session too with my client. Like I'm feeling this like burning in my belly for your younger self a burning because I feel so much pain for her and also like a burning because like I know that she's about to get out of this abusive relationship once and for all so there's there's a burning because there's a pain and a recognition of that pain and also a burning of just excitement and hope So just, yeah, maybe you take a moment to just notice any emotional energy sensations you're feeling in your body. Just create some space for those things with your breath. Maybe you hold yourself, place a hand over your heart. Maybe you give yourself a big hug. And maybe today... You make a promise to your younger self. Well, we're not going to stay in that abusive system anymore. I'm going to get us out. I'm going to advocate for you. And if I need support with that, I'm going to get support because you're worthy of being protected. Trust me, I needed support. You know, to, to leave an abusive system, especially the one in our head, we often need support. Because again, that inner abusive voice will convince you in all sorts of ways to stay. So I hope you and your younger self embark on a very sacred journey together with this. I hope you get support if you need support. I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just really want to sit with this. I hope you know how loved you are, how worthy you are, how worth protecting you are. How worth advocating for you are. I hope you see the beauty in your humanness, the worthiness in your humanity. And I hope you stop believing that shaming, judging, controlling, manipulative voice in your head. I hope you put it back where it belongs 
which is outside of you. Mm. Sending you so much love and strength and compassion. <sighs> and if you need support and you're not sure where to turn to, you can definitely check out our website. Connect with us if that's what you need, if that's what you want. But I do hope that you take what you've learned in today's episode and really integrate it and move forward with it. That's my hope for you today. So I hope you got as much out of this episode as my clients have been getting from this conversation of the inner judge and advocating for yourself and unshaming yourself and developing an inner voice that is loving and compassionate and kind. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being here. I'll chat with you next time.